live at the Ice House in Somerville, South Carolina. This is Comedians and Bars Getting Sloppy. Our guests tonight are comedians Brandon Krakowski and Seth Farrell. Tonight we'll discuss topics like movies, meth, Christmas, and where we stand on comedy in this upside-down world. And now, our host, Cassie Burns. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Comedians and Bars Getting Sloppy. Speaking of sloppy, this is our first podcast, so bear with us. We don't get paid for this shit. <laughs> Wait, yet. what? Oh, now I'm sad. What a sad clown. No, don't worry. I, like, we had an arrangement, and you and I, I'll give you like three and a half hand jobs later. All right. How's it a half a one? We'll, we'll get into that later. Okay. All right, so my guests today are Seth Farrell, Brandon Krakowski. Seth Farrell. Farrell. Now, it is. Now. Seth Farrell. I will throw you in a fucking well. <laughs> it is a two. You have been outvoted. It is now Farrell. I like Pharrell. Yeah, you might as well just so. not say my name at all. <laughs> Seth Farrell. Thank you. Like I said. Seth Farrell dog. <laughs> so everybody, this is, we are traveling around different bars, interviewing our favorite comedians around the Charleston area. Guys, tell us a little bit about yourselves. How did you get started and who hurt you in your life to make you want to become a comedian? Honestly, I'm probably one of the ones who isn't like, well, my family was all a bunch of drunks and crackheads. No, my baby was actually really nice. Uh, they're pretty sweet. Uh, I love my mom, my dad. He was really great. Uh, but they were all really comedic people. My dad especially, he was a dirty joke master. Oh, fabulous. Yeah, that, that old school bar style joke. He knew a lot of those. And um, yeah, it's just one of those things where I've always wanted to try it. And then finally I did it. And I started gaining some success at it. You know, people laughed and it wasn't because I cried and beat my pants. It's because I actually was able to tell some jokes. So... So uh, Thanksgiving pretty, was interesting, Christmas and all that. Oh yes, yeah. I mean, I had a, there was a lot of fun. Uh, one of the stories I can give you about Christmas. For years and years, my mom and dad they would go and get Christmas trees from North Carolina. We'd come and help them set it up. And everything my mom and dad ever did was an argument, right? So like they're working together on some shit. And um, one year we got the Christmas tree, and uh, my mom had to go run out for something. She's like, uh, "You and your dad set up the tree." So we're doing it. Well, he said, I'm holding up the tree. He goes, hold a little left. All right, hold a little right. All right, hold it. Okay. Then we back up, and within five minutes, we had this tree set up perfectly. And I looked at my dad, and I go, you know what? I owe you an apology. For all these years, I thought it was you fucking this all up. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. How about your Christmas? Oh, I don't Dream celebrate Christmas and... anymore. Uh, honestly, the uh, when I divorced my wife, it made me so happy because I never had to do Christmas anymore, <laughs> except for when uh, Brandon's mom, Dot, was like, you can come to our thing. We don't do much with Jesus. I'm like, mm, that's still Christmas. I just don't want to be involved. <laughs> you get macaroni and cheese. Come yeah, on. I'm sure. But I, I really enjoy being left alone. Uh, it's because most of my family are like alcoholics and meth heads, and that's why I'm a comedian now. <laughs> yeah, so, so we have and, it the Leave It to Beaver and, story, and, and then so we've got I. the Fear and Loathing story. Yeah. So yeah. I like the the dynamic here. So basically, what we're also doing is we're going to talk about a few different movies. I asked you guys for a list. It was a very interesting one. I'm excited about this one. I hope so. I, I, I ran it past him after I sent it to you, and he seemed to agree with it. But I made some executive functions. Or executive decisions on that one. Yeah, executive functions. I, <laughs> you yeah, functionally I, executed. Yeah, no, I have highly uh, executive function, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that actually. Yeah. So you don't uh, need that pill. I can yeah. actually clean yeah. the house. Yes. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, I was just high, and he's just like, what about this list? And I'm like, yeah, cool, dude, whatever. I don't give a shit. And Brandon kind of just floats with rings, and I, I, I make weird decisions. And he's like, yeah, it seems right. Yeah, I'll roll with it. <laughs> Did you guys ever have somebody? So I'm, I know I do uh, movie trivia here once in a while. And ever since everybody found out I'm doing movie trivia, they're like, well, fuck you, you don't know about movies. I know about movies. I've downloaded 36,000 movies. What, you name me your most obscure movie. And I'm like... I just like fucking movies, man. Yeah. Oh, just, gatekeepers. Just yeah. Oh. Fuck those guys. Yeah, fuck them. So when you guys... Yeah, we deal with that a lot at uh, cons and stuff like that. Uh, in about, actually, not this weekend, but the weekend after that, we'll be at Dragon Con in Atlanta. And it's kind of cool how, like, the culture around Dragon Con, we started developing. It was like, if anybody's a gatekeeper, you get to punch them in the face. Yeah. You're getting wrecked. Like, we're not tolerant. Yeah. It's like... Well, you know, Jean oh, Grey's not black. It's like, you're going to get chucked off a fucking flight of steps. <laughs> yeah, if you see some young girl wearing a Nirvana t-shirt and you ask her what name three songs, yeah, you're getting ground to a paste. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to get the guy who's dressed up like Stone Cold Steve Austin to come over and give you a Stone Cold Oh, it's going to be beautiful. Oh. So, like, we have this, like, this weird, like, kind of cohesive uh, community amongst that. So... The danger of being in a bar, and that we call it comedians and bars getting sloppy, is a giant tequila shot was just placed in front of the three of us. That's not that big. You think I get a shot of pickle juice? The guy's already got. Uh, <laughs> might be able to grab. I, I know. Pickleback would be good. Yeah. Right. Well, we can hold off. We're going to do a little cheers to that here in a little bit, too, yeah, before yeah. we get kind of going. Um, if I scream out right now, nobody's going to hear me. Yeah, it's basically space. <laughs> And no one will hear you scream. <laughs> it really is. So the great thing was, that also, when we came up here, everybody's like, what the hell are you guys doing in here? Well, we're doing a podcast. I mean, and we're getting drunk doing a podcast. It doesn't help the fact that I'm wearing clown makeup. Well. I think that keeps people away. We could do, like, oh, yeah. a true crime-ish kind of comedy, the, the clown makeup. You know, that freaks the fuck out of people sometimes. I, I, I don't understand why I'm kind of uh, less of a calophiliac, more of a... Or, Less of a Carlophobia. Carl. Get the fucking oh, word, Seth. Yeah. Less of a Carlophobia, phobiac, and more of a Carlophile. Uh, I've never had any problems with clowns. I think they're fun. I actually, you know, subscribe to some clown girls on OnlyFans. Even. That's got to be interesting. Oh yeah, it's tons of fun. Oh, I bet. I saw Killer Clowns from Outer Space when I was I like seven. I think that seven. started it for me because of the uh, lady clowns in that. I mean, no, like the the first part of that when you're like seven, that shit is fucking you up. I'm just like, oh, like I don't have a fear of them, but I still like that movie really got under my skin when I was younger. See, I think I would have turned out a little bit more pleasant had I not watched like death movies and all that shit and loved. Fangoria as a child. Oh, yeah. It's, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's the greatest thing ever. Funny but, enough, I, I did not do a lot of uh, horror movies when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I did not. As, when like, I, Monster Squad was the limit for me. Like, I, I have this weird like level of empathy where it's like I see people getting killed on the screen, and I was like, ah, I feel bad for that guy. I don't feel bad for anybody in Texas Chainsaw Massacre because I think that movie should be called Dumb White People Get Murdered because it's <laughs> I, like yeah. how you many... You didn't need to go there. Like, how many just, red flags do you yeah. fucking ignore? There's only one smart guy in that movie, and it's the truck driver at the end that tries to save the girl, and it was that one black guy. He gets out of the truck, trying to help the girl getting away from Leatherface at the end, and Leatherface pops up, and he throws a wrench at him, hits him in the face, knocks him down. Leatherface jumps back off, jumps back up, and he takes off running. Leaves the truck, leaves her. I mean, at that point, you're just like, fuck it, I yeah, tried. That man just Mission liked it out. <laughs> We're done. 
only smart man in the whole goddamn movie. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm gonna look at your list. I, I'm y'all. This list. I got is a weird list. Shit, though. I know. I know. Like I, I tried to like vary it up a little bit. Uh, some movies that were spoofs. Some movies that were straight comedies. And some movies that people don't actually look at as comedies. Well, I was loving the uh, Dracula Dead and loving it. That was oh. your Mel Brooks choice. Oh, that is one of my favorite movies of all time. So is that that's the one that you, and I'm like I'm I got Spaceballs I got History of the World maybe even a little Robin Hood Men in Tights but I'm gonna go with Dracula. Doesn't I think mind. it's because Leslie Nielsen had such so much of an impact as me on on me as a child. Like I love Police Squad. I love Naked Gun. Oh yeah. And it's their only collaboration, which seems insane, yeah. right? Like, yeah, it does. Yeah, it, it seems like an untapped gem. It's like my theory they should have made an Elvira Dolly Parton crossover oh, movie in the yes. '80s. We well, can do that now. I don't know why we're not. We can do that now. Yeah, I just give it money. I'll go see it. <laughs> I mean, we have the crossovers that everybody's like, "Oh, I didn't think about that." But the, you're on to something. Yeah, I, I watched. Um, so I want executive producer credit when you get that shit yes. rolling. So guys, we're gonna take a break, get a little a couple of drinks and a some pickle juice to go with this shot. This is gonna be interesting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Dracula dead and loving it. So here we go. With that, I, yeah, I looked at that one, and honestly, this is one I have not seen before. But really? I am going really? to then also like it, dive it does it does put on display Mel Brooks's love of women that have fantastic boobs. Oh, he had a quite. Oh, a, yeah. oh yeah, Amy Yasbeck. Like every single Madeline Kahn. Oh, oh God, Madeline yes. Kahn. Wow, chef's kiss on those things. Mm. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. Oh God. Aren't the good boobs always gone too soon? Oh, uh, that's true. Well, I mean, we still got the two that, you know, Elvira and Dolly Parton. Who, this is going to happen. We just need to make sure they're okay. Robin Hood Men and it, it, it has a musical number that we can all... I, I, it's I got do, a lot of spots. Tap to a little. I do love Robin Hood Men and Tights and, like, also just, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, it came out when I was, what, 11 or 12? Yeah. And, like, you know, it had that uh, that lady was from, uh, from Problem Child, the redhead, and... That and the oh, mask. the evil wife and, from oh, yeah. Bob yeah, yeah. Child. And yeah. just like, first time Maid Marian was, you know, built like a brick shit house. Yeah. And it's like, mm, all right, this, this is kind of formative for me. Tracy Ullman in that one was, uh, oh, fantastic. that was it for me. Amazing. I still watch, uh, I, I'm on season 30 of The Simpsons. I, I love me some Jeez. Tracy Ullman and like just from where that came from. Yeah, it, it's, it's still one of my favorite things in the world. So when you're still watching, like, The Simpsons and all, is that something that, when you look back at, like, how you kind of got started with comedy, are is that something that influenced you, or is there a movie that you're like, oh, shit, I want to do that, or a comedian that you're like, oh, shit, I want to do that? Mine was, uh, as a comedian, it's Dave Attell. Like, I could never live Dave Attell's life, mainly because I can't do cocaine. Because if I did cocaine, I would just vibrate into another dimension, because I'm so, like... Just a naturally, I don't drink coffee, and I'm just yeah, naturally. Energetic. We have such a weird household where it's like I can't do any uppers, or he can't do any uppers. I can't do any downers. Yeah. If I did cocaine, I would just. Yeah, but you guys Jack could Frat. share. I mean, yeah. you know, I would just. One look gets up. one, one gets the other. You know? yeah. Like I used to have a weird math problem, and it's like, yeah, I'm 12 years sober on that one. Yeah. Nice. See, but, I would. I'm just worried I'd vibrate into another dimension. I'd look up, and it'd be like, oh my god, the Soviets won the Cold War. Now I had to do the <laughs> cocaine in this dimension. And I would always be doing cocaine to, it'd be quantum cocaine. It's quantum leap. But yeah, quantum cocaine. bump. Yeah, it's quantum bump. I like the quantum bump. Yeah. yeah. You know, we could actually parlay that into the Dolly Parton and Elvira movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm hoping. I mean, I'm telling you, we're spending gold here, people. Oh, yeah. 
I'm hoping the next slide will be the line home. <laughs> it, is, it is kind of funny you ask where it's like, you know, like, uh, did that affect your, you know, developing into, developing into a comedian? I cannot pinpoint where I decided to be a comedian other than Brandon was like, I do it. You could do it, probably do it too. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, I can do anything you can do, but better. Yeah, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) And nothing like a good heckling, so I know you guys have been heckled on stage because everybody thinks they're just as funny. We give each other the business at home well enough that it's like, anybody says shit in the crowd where it blows right off our back. And that's destroying my life. No respect. <laughs> oh God, I love Roddy Dangerfield. He, on honestly, if you're gonna talk about like a, a huge influence, growing up watching Caddyshack, uh, Back to School, even Back Ladybugs. School. Saw Ladybugs. <laughs> Ladybugs. Oh hell yes. Definitely saw Ladybugs. Yeah, the, it's the reason why I still sing uh, uh, "Great Balls of Fire" on karaoke. That is one of my. I just dis- thought it's because you're weird. <laughs> but that's also you? a different movie. That Great Balls of Fire. That's ooh. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack on that one as yeah, well. Yeah, there's a lot, yeah. So you guys kind of kept going with the spoof as far as Fatal Instinct, so that's the Fatal oh, Attraction Basic Instinct. One of my nice favorite little leg cross, of all time. Uncrossed moments. Oh, yeah. Uh, Armand Asante is in that. Yeah. And it's it's really, like, underappreciated. You don't really see a lot of it. Like, people talk about that movie. No, I think it got buried a lot with that time, too, as far as all the spoofs coming out. And yeah, I mean, but at the same time, like, it has so many good, like, kind of background jokes that people will not notice until the third or fourth viewing. Yeah. yeah. It, like him putting away the encyclopedias where it's like Heinz 57 to WD-40 and yeah. just, like, starts putting away. It's like, all right, I have uh, F... You see, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> like it has such great subtle humor, along with this like absolute batshit insane, you know, frontal humor. Where just like, why the hell is the uh, the pantyhose bandit chewing gum outside the pantyhose? Yeah. Or the bit where it's like he's doing the inner monologue and he gets hit by the bus. Oh. God. And then he walks into his office and his secretary's like, he looked like he'd been hit by a bus. He's like, I did. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. So we were just served uh, by the wonderful Mikey Pickle Juice. Right, I'm a pickle juice and tequila guy. One? This is interesting. Do you need pickle juice with yours? I'm good. I'm, oh, I'm okay. I'll take that. You have that one. Yeah, I'm just going to... I'll drink pickle juice by itself. I'm a, I'm a goddamn psychopath. Yeah. So let's think about it this way. I like to do a good cheers. Uh-huh. But since we are doing a little bit of movies right now, what is your favorite movie line... Ooh. And we get cheers to that. Uh, I got to go with, uh, I don't know if it was a movie or if it was Police Squad, where it's like, what are you doing in my apartment? Or who are you and what are you doing in my apartment? And Leslie Nielsen says, I'm a locksmith. And I'm a locksmith. <laughs> it's it's such a great, subtle line that just like, it's I'll never not worm, love it. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right, Brandon, what do you think? Uh, you know, mine's not from a comedy movie. It's from Miller's Crossing. It's a really unappreciated Coen oh, Brothers God, film. Yes. And um, somebody says something about, like, uh, how'd I do to in the card game? And he goes, you're a millionaire. You're going to remember your friends? <laughs> like, I just love that line. Anything <laughs> with Coen Brothers, I oh, swear God. to God. I'm all over it. Yeah, because they are in a way dark comedies most of them. Oh, yeah. No. I, I think that is one reason why, like, me and Brandon definitely get along, where it's like, we love ourselves some, uh, like, Coen Brothers, that dark comedy A lot of it is, for a lot of people, is not considered comedy. So, cheers, you guys. 
Listen to the song in my car on the way here. Uh, on the way home. Mm. That was some yummy tequila. By the way, oh, we yeah. are at the Ice House in Somerville. Our bartenders this evening are the wonderful Mikey and Peter. I have at least one of Mikey's shirts, and I have had dinner on Pete's Meats at least once. <laughs> I, don't even I got nothing on that one. Damn I don't it. even know what that is. Well, it's <laughs> like, on, like on Sundays, you know, the Ice House closes oh, yeah. as a restaurant. So... The dude will go out of his way and like set up like you know meatball subs, roast beef, whatever. And he has he, apparently he, he, you get yourself a sandwich Pete's and it's Pete's meats. It is. I love a sandwich. I have not had the delectable. The, the dude is a sounding Pete's I'm a roast beef sandwich meats, man. But, um, oh yeah. Oh, I'm not the oh. Only. oh no, I, I've made you enough roast beef sandwiches. I know you like. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah, you remember that French dip? Oh God. Oh. Oh. Changed my life. <laughs> Those are really good. So yeah. now I'm getting fucking hungry. Yeah, now we're doing this. To this ourselves. is great. So you guys went ahead into Step Brothers, and I know we were talking about John C. Riley earlier. Oh, yes. One of my faves, but I love the fact that he did go into comedy a little bit further. Yeah, I loved him in like Magnolia wild, and like, all that. He but. started off as a dramatic actor, mm-hmm. like oh, uh, yeah. The Perfect Storm and you know, other things like that. And like even you know his his role in uh, Chicago was not a comedic role. He was He was the joke of, he was the butt of the joke. But he was, he was not a comedic actor in that. that too. Oh yeah, no. But that's why I love him. That, like that's like I love a good sad clown. Yeah. Kind of think of that way too. You see where on the opposite spectrum, it's Jim Carrey came from comedy and then ventured off into the dramatic. Yeah, it, he, he really. Now tried. he went a little far as far yeah. as like Man on the Moon. I'm like, you can only call me Andy on the set. You're like. Uh, yeah, okay. that's yeah, fucking weird. Yeah, fuck Relax. method acting. You can knock okay. that shit off. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I am not a huge fan of all those method actors where it's like, no, you're just full of your shit. Uh, it's the same reason I don't like the uh, the concept of like, you know, what was it, uh, in the 60s and 70s, the director was considered to be God. That's why I don't like Stanley, Stanley Kubrick. Fuck that guy. John Landis got people killed doing oh, yeah. that shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know where, Stan- I know where Stanley Kubrick is yeah, buried, and I'm going to piss people. on his grave. <laughs> <laughs> I have this thing where I wonder about, like, method acting with, like, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis is really famous for One it. One of my that. favorite method acting stories is his from uh, Last of the Mohicans, where he, like, rolled learned, his own cigarettes and... Learned to, like, load a musket and like while he was running, which is incredibly <laughs> difficult. But, like, what gets me is, like... At play- no point during the uh, the whole process did he realize he wasn't an actual Indian. Yeah, oh, yeah, not at all. Oh, no. Didn't care about that. But I wonder... Yeah, I'm, I- just, I'm just going to John Wayne my way through this. <laughs> I just want to know... Oh, that Are they bad. willing to say the N-word if it's, like, their character? Like, right. is John C. Riley... You know, not John C. Riley. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, like... You know, John C. Riley in Last of the Yeah, that'd be great. I want to see that movie. That oh, big we potato-headed go. fuck just running with a musket. But, He's got to take a break. Hang on, hang on. Yeah. I have climbed that mountain yeah, that he lot. was on, and I'm telling you right yeah, now. We're going to burn I'm, him alive. I'm like, give me a minute. Yeah. I just, She'll be fine. I just thought Daniel Day-Lewis, like, I would, try, I would trick him as a director. I'd get him to play a slave master and then just be like, yeah, just go out in the world and do that shit. Just to see him somewhere and just be like, hey, why don't you grab that for me? And then just stop and just be like, I knew you were a fucking fraud. <laughs> you're, a- you're not really that much. There's a line with you, bitch. <laughs> you wouldn't say it to him to his face. <laughs> that guy is an amazing actor, but just an extra special slice yeah, just, of crazy. Yeah, it's like, do you yeah. really need to do that? 
It's I mean, it, it's one of those things. Where it's like you know, you look at uh, you know, was it uh, the Godfather guy, Marlon Brando? Marlon oh, Brando yeah. in his later years, and it's like everybody sucked that guy's dick all goddamn day. Terrible guy. He was a complete piece of shit. Oh yeah, just the Island of Doctor Moreau is oh, possibly God, yes. one of the biggest. I love that movie because it's a complete movie. train wreck. Oh God, it's amazing. Like, if you look at the behind the scenes on that, oh, it's so fun. Oh my God, it's a and he was. Done like just out to fucking lunch dinner. He's wearing a, another an ice bucket on his head because <laughs> in his own head cannon he was a dolphin. He was a he had spliced dolphin DNA into himself. And, and the funny thing is, uh, I, I play a lot of like tabletop RPG games and shit like that. That is what you have to deal with as a DM all the goddamn time. <laughs> I'm There's always sorry. some fucking weirdo. I was a dolphin, and I could play the entire game. Going, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry I did that. Yeah, I'm sorry I had to have an entire conversation with a droid in beeps. <laughs> Is there anybody that you guys would love to meet, though, as far as... I know, not like star fuckery, but, you know, just uh, somebody that... Alan Tudyk. Just all star fuckery. Yeah, that's a good one. 100% Alan Tudyk. I love that man. Uh, it just... Uh, the guy's like a, a classical actor, Juilliard-trained... Has no ego to him. Played a rooster, which you know it, it did come into uh, play uh, l- last week. I was at a uh, rope bondage class, and we referred to uh, <laughs> if you don't get the uh, the harness We're keep right, going with this. Uh, you get hey hey teddies, and it was a reference to him as a chicken with hey hey's eyes are going way too many different directions at once. <laughs> you guys ever just went around and looked at the room and gone, I'm not doing this tonight. Not really. No. Uh, I will tailor my jokes to it. Like, um, yeah. like I have certain jokes that I know do really well with an older crowd. Like, uh, I have a bit about Ric Flair and like fucking with a gene pool by having sex with over ten thousand women. Yeah, he's he's gone full Genghis Khan. Yeah, he's Genghis Khan. It. And uh, like when I see well, there's a biography, crowd, I need to read. It's like, all right, boom. All right, Ric Flair jokes. All right, I know I'm not gonna want to do real topical nerd shit. Like, you know. Uh, me, I, I tend to count the white people in the room, and if there's too many of them, I don't tell the jokes about how I don't trust straight white people. No, that's the best they, time. They, they give terrible advice. <laughs> <laughs> but in the right room, that's a great set. In the wrong room, all of a sudden, it was like, ah, why? I'm Seth, just an old man yelling at crowd. missionary? It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried the old let's go, Brandon? <laughs> Is that a noose? Position? Are you inventing new ones? Yeah. So when you guys looked at the list again, so I'm looking at this list again, you had Spy on there. Oh, I love that movie. That's so, very good. Especially the, uh, I had a copy of the Blu-ray unrated extended cut, and it's so much better than it, even the theatrical release. Yeah. I love me some Melissa McCarthy, and also her chemistry with uh, Jason Statham in that movie. Like, they made the goddamn movie. Yeah, Jason Statham's really fucking funny in that film. My introduction to her was actually Curb Your Enthusiasm. She had okay. one little scene. I, yeah. You know, where I've he never was buying that show. the. Oh, my God. I hear yeah. good things. Now I, it's in that. I never, you didn't watch The Sopranos Breaking Bad? You're going to gatekeep Jesus. me? We just talked about this. <laughs> now you have a homework assignment. Damn it. I, Curb Your Enthusiasm is up there with like Arrested Development for me, where it's just like, I don't like watching a useless white people. <laughs> But he's so it's the same reason I don't watch Downton Abbey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I don't either. 
I'm good with that. I loved her, though. Like, I can I can look out my window and watch people suck. The other introduction was, obviously, you know, the bridesmaids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's where a lot. Yeah, she was fantastic. I still think of it at least, like, once or twice a week. Anytime I'm picking up, like... <laughs> picking up, the face of that. I talk with my hands a lot. Uh, anytime I pick up, like, cold cuts or sandwich supplies or anything like that, all I can think of is that after the scene with her and her husband... As the, uh, the, uh, what was he? He was an air marshal. Air marshal, that's what it was. And it's like, yeah, is there a hungry bear in here? I got a hungry bear sandwich that's full of meats and cheeses. <laughs> I just love her with those fucking puppies. And it's just a, such a stupid fucking line, but it, <laughs> it hits me in the wholesome part of my soul. Yeah. Which is what I really look for in comedy, where it's like, I can get dark anytime I, can, I want. But if I can get something stupid and wholesome, I will die. She was so fantastic in that. And then with Heat with Sandra Bullock, she just kind of brought it a little bit further. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was uh, quite drunk when I did watch that movie, so it was really funny. I mean, I, I've, I've borrowed lines from her in that movie. We're just like talking about it. I was like, yeah, sit down with a little meth and a little chip and dip. That's a good weekend right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a party I will actually attend. Yeah. So, and Sandra Bullock's in the background. It's like, is this fucking training day? What the hell's going on? <laughs> Like she played a great straight man in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys had stepbrothers on there too, and that is also and just that is a movie I had to watch more than once. Like the first time I watched it, I was kind of lukewarm on it. Mm-hmm. I would say like, I was like it's all right, I you know, but I don't know what everybody kind of sees in it. And then one of my friends like, no, you got to watch it again. You See, don't get it all that the first experience as well. So honestly, it's one of those things. With like, our, I was on it for right from the get go. Yeah, you have to have a brother that you almost killed at one point or another. Yeah, I don't oh, have a brother. Damn. Where it's like, you know, you almost swung the axe on his hand while he was holding the log while we were splitting wood for firewood. Well, correction, I had, I had a long lost half brother. And but you I, killed him with an axe. I, I I struck him down and gained his power like Highlander. And now I am the true son of Robert Krakowski. No, uh, <laughs> no, uh, but he was, yeah, he was, I didn't speak to him or see him for like 20 years. And then, yeah, I saw him again. And it's like, well, no, I don't have a long lost brother anymore. Shit. That was so that cool. That story's now fucked. But if you need a kidney, you can always try him. Oh, yeah. That's- it's, it's one of those things with like, you realize that like, if you have a family member in your life that is like, you initially just fucking hate I have four older brothers. <laughs> they're all in Pennsylvania. That's where they belong. I'm glad they're not near me. We have many state borders again. Oh, God, yeah, 650 miles is a lot. Yeah. I got a but sister, but she's not right. quite enough. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just one of those things where like when your common enemy is life itself, <laughs> <laughs> or it's like shit just keeps on coming up on us and just like, God damn. All right, I'm just going to do a whole bunch of meth. You win? <laughs> the worst answer to any problem where it's like, oh, you know, I, I don't know how to get this house painted. Maybe we should do a bunch of meth. <laughs> Honestly, oh, it'll, it'll get you through at least a week of hardship. <laughs> Man, it's like when you need to go to that next level above drinking. <laughs> no, we're doing that, too. Oh, I imagine. Yeah, well, no, like bottles of whiskey just down the hatch. Ugh. So you did a nice little Jim Belushi yeah. run on I'm that surprised one. I got out of Lenai with all my teeth. It you is impressive. Good. You do yeah. have all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so you had the set. I love the Step Brothers, but eh, why not Talladega Nights? 
Totally and not. I can tell you why I, why I wouldn't honestly, choose that Honestly, I one, think honestly. the chemistry was better in Step Brothers. It was. I, I mean, I like Nights. It's fantastic. Yeah, go on. Uh, yeah, because like, I grew up around NASCAR. I wasn't really a NASCAR fan. Uh, my dad was. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> uh, like, my uncles and shit were, too. So, like, I got exposed to a lot of it. So, watching, like, a comedic movie set in that universe, it's very unique, like, to me. Where it's like, ah, okay, they're making fun of all, like, pole position. They had that thing about, like... He's not, sitting on the pole, and that's not saying anything not about <laughs> sexuality. Like, that is really funny to me, just because it's those side jokes that I kind of get about it. And I had, grew up with a NASCAR dad, and I remember my mother calling me one day, and she goes, Cassie, I need to tell you something. I'm like, oh, fuck. What? <laughs> Your dad is really upset. I'm like, oh, okay, what? Dale Earnhardt died. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, that I got my dad, like, okay. too. Hold on. That is Sad, the day but a, shit. <laughs> a god died. And even growing up not being a NASCAR guy, I respect the hell out of Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but Because, like, he represents outlaw, outlaw country. Yeah, he totally You don't does. want your mother calling telling you, like, you're... Your brother died. Or, I mean, this was like family had just disintegrated in front of her. Oh, no. Yeah, it is. So he Meanwhile, like, was our, our brother. Oh, God. Come on, man. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, you know, you know when, my grand, when my grandfather uh, died, my mom just yelled it off the porch while I was at the bus stop and asked if I want to stay home from school. Yeah. Like, Fucking why? Do you need to carry him? Yeah. <laughs> Dale Earnhardt, though, there was like, that there was... was some, they got ice cream. They got sat down. <laughs> yeah. It's like I got, yeah. I have we had already dealt cake. with a lot of shit. Like there were so many goddamn school shootings and suicides so far. <laughs> it's like Dale Earnhardt got lost in the mix. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not at all. But I remember that day she was just like Cassie. I'm like, oh, God, I, I, sorry, sorry. Um, You're gonna be sorry. I'm gonna be Canadian. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> so you guys also had old school on there now. This is also one of my favorite movies. But it is. I was literally talking about this today. I like oh. the transition from... You also have PCU, so I like the transition of... PCU. Watching uh, Jeremy Piven's hairline. Yeah. Because it actually gets so much better with age. Thank you, science. You know, we don't have a cure for AIDS, but shit, you guys can have some hair. Oh, yeah. So, oh. if you want... Uh, if I might... Uh, Boners, no herpes. Oh. That's all we're saying. So, speaking of old school... Old school taught me how to read a room. Yeah. Really? So talk about that. So old school, uh, the Dan Band, that did <laughs> covers of women's songs and threw a whole bunch of foul language into them. It taught me to realize that just because I think it's funny, it doesn't mean the room's going to think it's funny. Because I was a 17-year-old boy working at a retirement home as a waiter. <laughs> <laughs> and I would start singing to my other waitstaff. And immediately the manager was like, dude, you cannot do that. Like, they love Linda Rodstadt, but not like that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at the PCU, uh, that was hugely formative. Because that came out, uh, was mid-90s. it 94? Yeah, mid-90s. Definitely mid-90s. So I was 10 when that came out. From it. Oh, my gosh. I know George yeah. Clinton's in it yep. at oh, one yeah. point, And they fuck up a bathroom. And that's all I remember. And, like, David Spade. It's one of those movies, like, I never, like, if I feel if I met Jerry, Jeremy Piven, I would throw him down a flight of steps. Because he seems like just a scumbag. He t- there's a story At where he actually time. tipped somebody in Entourage yeah. DVDs. 
Yeah, I, I, like Nobu or something. I'm like, no, you didn't. Please just tell me that's. Oh uh, yeah, that's honestly, a lie, I really. love me some Jeremy Piven. I, I loved him in that. Gross Boy Blank, uh, Smoking Aces. Smoking Aces. He's really great. good at Smoking Aces. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna say he's bad. He as plays an actor. a great schmuck in uh, no, some but, Smoking Aces. But is there a play? Or, yeah, is, is, it, he just or is he just kind like of I watched that scene in Entourage. He reminds me a lot of my asshole brother. One yeah. of them. So there's a little. He's oh, a drummer great. and just like. I don't know. Like, uh, odds are I probably should have held his face under the pool water a little bit longer. <laughs> like, I saw, The like, bubbles got a little too much. It's like, ah, shit, all right, fine. It's like I saw this scene uh, from, I think it's from Entourage, where Jeremy Piven is going through, like, a, a law office with a paintball gun or something, shooting people. Oh, yeah, it's when he... Because like, I retain useless shit, so it's when he takes over the other... The other law firm agency. Well, it was an agency, yeah, the talent yeah. agency, and takes over and just paintballs the shit out of everybody. I'm like... You know he had a blast doing that. You know, the thing oh, yeah. is, it's like, I'm sure that, you know, the character and all that, but I was just like, the real world implication of that, it's like, I would have fucking beaten the shit out of him. Like, uh-huh. I would have taken a gun and just beaten his teeth out. Like, I, just the, the idea of everybody running from him and nobody just being like, I'm going to fuck this guy up. <laughs> like, There's so many shows and movies like that. Like, it's, you look at, okay, you take Star Wars and if you'd been like, Luke, I'm your father. Oh, okay, great. Let's go ahead and... Yeah, join back in, and we have like, we've got a difference. It's at hindsight's twenty twenty, where it's like if it were me, if it were me, I in that situation. Like it's me. But <laughs> if I'm seeing like if I'm getting hit with paintballs and something that hurts, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my shit. Like I do I'm know just, that's I, a I thing that happens. I am curious, like how many paintballs I can hit you with before you lose your shit in the house. Uh, it's a few. Yeah, like I will. It's, lose a, it's, it. it's a handful. So we're yeah. talking bonus content after this. We can upload. Maybe yeah. if I start when he gets out of the truck first. Just hide sniper style. Yeah, oh, yeah. I will find, and then you don't even know that I. You know I can lie and wait, because when you farted by my face, I waited a month and a half. That's how you get pink eye. Oh, it is true. I <laughs> waited a month and a half to get. I waited till I knew he forgot. I oh, let the reminder in my phone, and then let that go for two more weeks, and then like waited until I could get an open ass fart by his face. Like these are the levels I will go to. And funny enough, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, but when I pull that shower well, I'm glad curtain... He didn't I'm kind of used to that. Yeah. When but I that pull that been. shower curtain back on you with a paintball gun, you're going to fucking remember <laughs> that shit. So, uh, P- going back to PCU. All right, so one of the things that taught me as a comedian, and I didn't realize I wanted to be a comedian at the time, I just understood comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just looking at that, where it was like... Even back in the, like, what is this, 30 years later, almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're talking about political correctness and all these uh, different things. And it showed me, it was like, it can still be funny. Yes. Yes. I mean, every time I hear some asshole, it's like, oh, we can't make jokes anymore. Everybody's so sensitive. I was like, dude, you're just not making the right jokes. You're not funny. I mean, <laughs> it, basically, I hear, I hear some asshole doing that and, like, Basically, they're trying to prop themselves up, and it was like, oh, I'm so edgy, I can't even make a joke. Everybody's going to be so upset. I was like, sounds like you're not that funny, bud. Yeah, yeah you can't reword that it's one. That, it's that same douchebag that tells me, it's like, oh, I couldn't have made it in the military. I would have knocked the drill sergeant out in the first day. Was yeah, like, yeah, no, you're you not. would be in prison. Yeah, you'd be grabbing ankles first fucking oh, yeah. day. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to run into uh, drill instructor Zim from fucking Starship Dreamers. Oh, yeah. Who's going to throw a fucking knife through your hand? Yeah. <laughs> So to like, prove I, a point. Like, that's that's one of the things, like, I, I get so bothered with people. It was like, people are so sensitive nowadays. And, like, I can't even tell jokes. And, like, 
Maybe it's because you suck, bud. Yeah, maybe you suck. Like, maybe you're just some shrill guy from Boston that doesn't know how to read a fucking room. Don't, don't talk. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, I'm not going to name him, but everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> so you think about it. So I think you and I had, had a conversation not long ago about, you know, movies I mean, we, that can't be made today. Yes. And that's oh, yeah. a that's a hard conversation to have because, yeah, there are some that are like, ooh, that. Yeah, the rapey shows. scene wasn't all that great. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Revenge of the Nerds is pretty much <laughs> sex crimes. Yeah, well, like we had a conversation. That's about, a hard like, one. But there, yeah. there were some consent issues going on there. Oh, yeah. And like, keys, yeah. And it also brings up the uh, the question: It's like, does it need to be made nowadays? Everybody yeah. wants to l- view things through this lens of nostalgia, where just like, oh, I, we can't make Revenge of the Nerds anymore. It's like, why well, would it's you already fucking been made. want to? Yeah, it's already done. It's like recreating yeah. Bash of the Future, or recreating yeah. you know Casablanca, or recreating. Yeah, do it. How about we just make something Let's new? Just, yeah. So that's you know kind of where I know I've, I've talked to other comedians as well as far as this can be made today, and that's something that really just pisses people off. Well, yeah, you can. Do Every, something, but like everybody evolves. can be made today. Yeah. You just, like, if you boil it down to the essence of what they were trying to do with the original, like, the biggest thing that people talk about is Blazing Saddles couldn't be made today. Oh, yeah. It's that's like, a big, yeah, that's the big one that you hear and, about, but. Yeah, you want to ask them, it's like, okay, like, is it, uh, is it that you feel that we can't tackle racial issues, or you feel we can't talk about corruption in the government, or alcoholism or or just straight talking shit about white people yeah because they're like people like oh "Oh, they made fun of each other no those jokes are exclusively at white people for being dumb racists and like like, 90 percent of the people that i talked to about this was like well no you just can't see the n-word it was like is that the only thing you're excited about so that's that's what we're all right that's it right there so i'm gonna hit you with a title yeah brandon brandon gave me this idea years ago all right and oh God! It's not the boob it. movie that we're making. No, no, we're doing boob movie too. Okay, but um, don't gonna, leave me out of that one. I'm going to hit you with a title here: Transing Saddles, in which we do blazing saddles, but instead the sheriff is a trans person. I'm picturing now, and How, there's a couple of jokes you can cross over. Like the premiere is going to be fabulous. Yeah. Oh, yeah, excuse get, me while get, I whip this out. That joke still <laughs> fucking works. Yeah, you that get joke some, still fucking works. You get somebody that's you know uh, like Jamie Clayton from uh, Six uh, Sense Eight. Yeah, uh, mine's Laverne like, Cox from okay, uh, yeah. Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, like an actual trans actress, and like you know, get, you could pair her up with some guy that jokes. like all right, uh, no, put, him, put him out in like the uh, the like Midwest Park Service, the BLM lands, or something like that, where it just like. You know, this guy That's a Bureau of Land Management, by the way. We're not talking about the other <laughs> one. They're taking over the country. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't want to scare the conservatives. <laughs> but uh yeah, and like get somebody who is like, all right, you know, an ex like vice squad guy that, you know, turned to alcoholism because he killed too many people or whatever. Yeah. No, I and, still say make it a western. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Put, oh, yeah. Put well, but out. in the vein of Yellowstone is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, like yeah. Put, him, put him out in that Badlands kind of area. Oh, that'd be perfect. Oh, that's yeah, so a sheriff in Montana. Oh, fuck yes. All right, yeah. Okay, well, I'm at the premiere. Yeah. Just don't forget me, please. All right, we won't. We won't. It's going to be it's gonna be fun. We After we make the boot movie, then we got, you know. Like, honestly, we, we just started talking about it. So it was like, we got tired of hearing people being like, we can't do this anymore. And it's like, no, you just can't say the N-word anymore because you're... Oh, no, you could say you just got to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, a, I, I have jokes about little kids getting cancer. Yeah, it's pretty great. 
Yeah, It'll I, be fine. Yeah. One of my stand-up bits is about me killing myself in front of a waitress yeah. because she didn't have Coca-Cola. <laughs> like, or the fact that I probably shouldn't say the N-word because of my accent. <laughs> <laughs> like, even if I had permission, it was like, I probably shouldn't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it safe on this one. <laughs> so I think it's more like we are Because I have in... a habit of asking people if they're from Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like... Still, Pharrell. Sorry about that one. No, no, I'm gonna do that to him forever. No, yeah, that one. That's so going I've on my doing, grave. In it. I've been doing com- comedy for uh, like three years now. A little bit, yeah. He and they year, just yeah. started getting my name right. Yeah, which is they never got my name wrong, and it's fucking Kirkowski. Yeah, well, that's because you have like a crazy pachinko pinball name. <laughs> you just start off a consonant and just go. Yeah, and it's close to Kelly Kapowski. That is true. Or Kowalski, that one gets it. Uh, I did have somebody fuck up my name once, and uh, I got introduced on stage as Brandon Mikowski, and I'm Irish and Polish, so I'm just like, you were somehow racist to both sides of my lineage here. <laughs> how did you do that? I didn't even tell you I was fucking Irish. <laughs> like, how did you? We can tell. I know you can tell the red hair. I get it. Yeah, I've seen you naked. <laughs> Stop saying that. So <laughs> carpet, stripes, we're all good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yes. Yeah, not bad, by the way. <laughs> like, I know. If there's any ladies listening, not bad. <laughs> I mean, my pubes do make my dick look like it's on fire. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, don't, don't, don't smack it down. But it's not in a bad way, ladies. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. Sort of bad. Put that out there. <laughs> so I do love the kind of time we are in right now, as far as it is the. I do notice the time of now. Like, it is. You start to be creative again. But not in the, oh, I can't do this now. Yes, you can. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to be funny. Yeah. yeah. Just figure it the fuck out. Everybody's been creative before. Keep it rolling. Yeah. Don't remake shit. Just keep it rolling. Yeah. I, ca- I can't see the same jokes over and over again and, you know, make it work. Yeah. No, you can. Just figure it the fuck out. Yeah. Because comedy, I think, as like, as an art form, is the one with the shortest shelf life, right? Right. Yeah. Like, because certain things are so topical. Like, if you were to watch something like um, Charlie Chaplin's Modern Times, mm-hmm. like, now, there would probably be some parallels that you would get, but you wouldn't get it as well as someone in the 30s, right? Like, you, because it's, it's speaking to that era, same as when you watch, like, my dad, he showed me this comedy movie from Woody Allen, I know of all people, but it's called um, Bananas. And it was this comedy movie, and it's a spoof of, like, the Cuban Revolution and shit like that. And it just didn't hold up. Because, like, I don't understand the 60s like that. Right. And, like, comedy can be so very much of its era that, like, eventually it just hits a wall. Like, there's even a rule, too, in comedy that a joke that's about a very topical event, let's say, like, just off the top of my head, uh, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. You've only got maybe a month or two months on those jokes before somebody's got to, like, search their mind to remember what that was about. Or they just get so sick of it through having yeah. to hear about oh, it. Oh, yeah, all See the it. time. Like, yeah, you're, you've got a month on a topical joke. So do you think, as far as comedy goes as well, social media is kind of taking a social little media dump on the, it? Oh, social media is the death of comedy. Mm. Because, for one... So many people, are like, I, like I try to watch TikTok, right? And God bless me, you. I know. It, to me, it's like a bunch of terrible sketch comedy written by people 
who don't know how to write acted by people who You know that's an algorithm. It, like, it's, it's what you're watching feeds what you're watching. I don't even want to <laughs> fuck with the algorithm because I know how all those algorithms fuck with your brain. Mine just keeps telling me what to buy off Amazon. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, that's I how fucking need you. that. I need that avocado saver. And yes, I bought that avocado saver. <laughs> and it doesn't say shit. It doesn't say a goddamn thing. And it's it, hard to close and it's fucking me up. It's dumb. And it's like, uh, think about like you seeing a, a funny meme format, right? Right. And no, like, the, the funny thing is, like, on my TikTok, completely different. I mean, I, I don't know puppies? what you do. It's, it's all clowns. Oh, no, food. like, I, like I, I, oh, there are a lot of clown girls on there. <laughs> but, uh, like, I have the uh, the fast food cinematic universe uh, in there. Terrible acting. I can't ton- stand it. It's funny as all hell, man. It's just terrible acting and bad sketches. Like, they're not good. Yeah. Like, so you also had the YouTubers out that have made their money by just watching funny shit. Yeah, and you get and that. And also deep cleaning. I do a lot of deep cleaning. Yeah, I telling you, the Amazon wish, the, I wish, the you wish would list watch is deep huge cleaning. because of this. Oh. Deep cleaning. Watch deep cleaning. No, it's just like, well, mainly because it's like, I know it's all like a weird trick of your brain, and that's why, like, because I'm naturally a suspicious human being. I do have a philosophy that everything in life is a scam. And, like, so when I know, when I think that about everything, everything, I, I'm always suspicious of it. So it's TikTok, it's like, Oh, you don't have to search. It just follows what you click on. And I'm like, that's a scam. It's just watching you and fucking your mind up by kicking you deeper and deeper down that hole. And then telling the Russians what you think. Yeah, or the Russians what you think. And I don't like those guys. I'm Polish. But uh, I just died. It's like every day is just Brandon screams at Cloud. Yeah. I know it's all a trick to fuck with you. Like... Like me, like uh, when it comes to social media and comedy, like one thing I learned was do not put your foot down. Foot down. Like no firm stances. Right. Yeah. Like uh, that's what that's what fucked up with uh, Dave Chappelle, where just like, all right, the first time he uh, he got in, you know got in some hot water with you know his you know I, I identify as Chinese now and made his Ching Chani joke. Oh, that was, was like funny. all right, <laughs> it was funny, but he didn't dwell on it. He just, like, he saw he didn't get the uh, lab racks he got and just changed subject. Second time around, all of a sudden he made, you know, he doubled down on the joke and stuck with it and then started coming out with press releases that he's a fucking turf. And it was like, ah, dude, you probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> You're a comedian. Don't yeah. take hard stances. Yeah, believe in nothing. Like, that's yeah. what I do. Like, I believe in nothing. Yeah, co- <laughs> comedy is always supposed to be, like, all right, we're anti-establishment no matter what. So, as much, this is actually an older topic, however, with, like, the Will Smith controversy as far as smacking Chris Rock for making a joke. And there's a lot behind that. There's a lot to unpack with all that, and I get it, and I don't want to get into all that. But what my question is, is is that kind of scary to you guys? Because then after that, you had Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I mean. That was also attacked. Oh, yeah. And now we don't have Dave Chappelle money yet until we get our movies rolling here that we were doing. But once we do, then we'll hire bodyguards, and they're going to be awesome. Yeah, I mean, that was just your general crazy person who got it, Dave Chappelle. That wasn't anything like... It's more like... Because that guy, I think, actually suffered from some sort of mental... Oh, yeah, he was trying to make his mother proud or something. Yeah, yeah, it's the same reason that, like, John Inkley Jr. shot Ronald Reagan. It's like, Jodie Foster will love me, and it's like... Dude, that's just one movie. Yeah, I don't know what's fucking no. going on here. Mm-mm. I really like. I do partly want to know if she was like, she saw that and saw that was the reasoning. It was like, ah. good. 
<laughs> and honestly, <laughs> like, uh, I didn't it, like Reagan anyway. <laughs> it's one of those things where just like, uh, all right, you look at one attack on Dave Spell or, you know, even just like a, miss, a disagreement between, uh, you know, uh, Chris Rock and Will Smith. These are very small instants in a large pool of comedy. It yeah. is. Yeah. And everybody wants to blow him out of proportion and shit like that. And, like, honestly, like... Makes so, money. If somebody talks shit about my wife, uh, about a disease that she was dealing with, no, I stand with Will Smith. You know, like, all right, you know, I'm going to come up and smack you. Because I feel that, like, uh, more often than not, you know, if I have a need to smack you, you've earned it. <laughs> it was, that was a... I'd have probably gone later like, to the smack. Uh, honestly, yeah, like, on stage a bit yeah. much. Like it seems. See, my thing was, I felt bad for the, the problem is people the are people like that got the Oscar like, nobody. Do you remember who got it? Because I sure didn't. Yeah, yeah. People no, are can't. basically goldfish. They'll they'll True. say some shit and then forget about any kind of impact they do about it, and then just go on with their lives, and then they're gonna smack later, and then they're like, "Oh, this guy's an asshole. He hit me with no provocation." So I, I've always been a firm believer in nipping things in the bud. Uh, I, it probably does come from the fact that I'm a bartender, uh, a former bouncer, a uh, former bounty hunter. And bounty hunter, huh? Yeah, I made my living just sorting people out. That's and how I ended up as his roommate. He captured me. Yeah. <laughs> and now uh, my... He had Give a, house. a hand signal if yeah. you're not okay. Just... Little, little put your goddamn Jason. hands down. I'm sorry. I'm I, I putting them under my arms. Put it back in my pocket. <laughs> hold my pocket. I don't want to hold you back. We're in a public place. So I love the conversations that we've been having, but I'm going to do wrap that part of it up with the ones we can still make today, I feel. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This is my favorite, and it's Airplane. I watched this movie when I was a kid. We've had still a, watch it today. Oh, it's still a, we We discuss this movie a oh, yeah. lot. As the, this is uh, this is we the return to a spoof lot. Movie. Nobody remembers airplane movies, but we remember airplane. Air, it was airport. Yeah, they were that called airport, but yeah, it. yeah. And they were like a big genre for like a, a like, like a hot minute. Like I'd even say like transportation yeah. movies in general. It's like airport, uh, taking a Pelham uh, one two three. Oh, fucking awesome with Robert Shaw, by the way. Yeah. Like all Another these movies were later. just like there was these emergencies where a guy was in a room of like. Air traffic controllers and just dealing with some shit. Look this up and it was see. it was such a genre for so long for a solid like what five six years at five, least. Five six yeah yeah I'm looking these up here. And yeah. it had, yeah, it had this, the Zucker like, brothers. Honestly, I don't know. Did that? Yeah. I don't know what the inciting incident was for all these things. Same oh, reason. The, the, same reason why we had like you know Dante's uh, Inferno and. You know, uh, oh Dante's or, Peak and Volcano, peak and, and then Volcano we had at the same time, Armageddon and, and Deep Impact at the same time. Like there were these like topics that were being talked about, and then all of a sudden, it was tons of like airport and transportation movies. That, well, the same reason we had that bus movie oh, with the, uh, um, the Cyclops. Uh, I oh, showed you about yes, it. I can't yes, remember what it was. A dumbass movie. Um, I, I will say the airport thing is probably related to the golden age of terrorism in which. Plane hijackings through the yeah, long, yeah. large part of the 60s. Yeah, yeah. D.B. Cooper and... Oh, just, there was literally a hundred a year. Like, there's not even... That's not a joke yeah. or an exaggeration. Same with, like, um, 
volcano and Dante's Peak. Yeah, and then all of a sudden a brown guy does it and we have, uh, you know, the Patriot Act. Well, they crashed the planes. Everybody always landed them. But, like... That was just... St. Helena blew up, and that's where you got Dante's Peak and Volcano from. Yeah. And uh, I don't know where you got Armageddon. A, a lot of apparently a lot of studios. Michael like, Bay just star fuckery. Is they all snipe that each was. other. Much, is yeah. what it is. They hear, oh, they're making an asteroid movie. Oh, yeah. let's make an asteroid movie. I'm real do this bad. one too. Yeah, that's Deep what they Impact do. was. I really. Oh, like that's it. a hard watch. If I ever got a job in Hollywood, I want it to be just misinformation. <laughs> Wanting me to go to bars and just leak misinformation. And just get shit faced while I do it. <laughs> well, we could do that now. Yeah, it's like we're gonna make Podcast. a movie in which uh, a superhero he he he's uh, kissing his brother, and then they're gonna make their own movie of that. <laughs> but I've got this one. Next yeah. up, Bad Brothers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Boom, and then they lose a bunch of money, and then whatever real movie you make, you is super good. siblings. Yeah, super siblings. You gotta kind of like though the the they're Michael funny. Bay. Starfuckery movies. I, 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 I gotta get into them. Armageddon's oh. a solid flick. It's dumb as shit. Oh, it's, oh, yeah. awful. it's the stupidest movie. It's the greatest. Movie. His other one, uh, The Island. Oh, yeah. Dear God. I saw that in the theater. Uh, oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah, that's but it's a, it's the one of those it's the guilty that's a pleasure remake. movie. Yeah, it's a remake. Was it really? Yeah, Clonus. Uh, no, it's Terminal the Clonus Horror or something like that. It's what it's called. Oh, God. And it's, yeah, yeah the exact same The concept thing. of it, yeah. Yeah. And we're not that far from that happening anyway. Oh, I totally want that to happen. Just clone me, and then I'm just going to steal his fucking organs. I don't give a <laughs> shit. Well, I we will... do Airplane, though. I got to know your favorite lines from Airplane. Uh, I have gotten a lot of traction. I know I don't want to be a basic bitch about it. I'm going to do it, though. Is, um, uh, I, I used to do this at my job at Bosch because we had a lot of the, like these sliding windows. And I'd pop through, and I'd look at somebody, and I'd be like, I just want you to know, we're all counting on you. <laughs> and I'd just pop out. The thing is, I did it most of this guy who had never seen the movie. So I would, he just had no idea what I was talking about. I just see him down there like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'd pop out, just I got, my I head got. popping out a window. I just want you to know, Thomas, we're all counting on you. And I would just <laughs> go back in. He's like, what are you, what is that from? And I'm like, have you ever seen an airplane? No, we need to see fucking airplane. Oh yeah, because I'm gonna start suspecting you're a replicant. Because <laughs> I don't know, they are out there. My biggest one is like, uh, especially airplane. Uh, excuse me, stewardess. Stewardess, I speak jive. Oh god, yeah. yeah. That whole scenario it was like just hang loose blood. Honestly, like, it, like I, I think it really colored a lot of you know my <laughs> concept of comedy, where it's like, oh, this is absolutely insane. Oh yeah, that was. The people little love, girl. People though. love nonsense. <laughs> the little girl with, with sitting down at the t- in the seat, and the little boy comes around. I saw you sitting here, and I have some coffee, and she's just like, "Oh, I take it black, oh, like yeah, my like men." Kids. <laughs> and this kid's just sitting yeah, there, like, kids talking like adults. That we can't forget, uh, Joey. Do you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. The the whole sequence with the guy going through the airport and all the various airport people messing <laughs> yeah. with him. And he's just kicking the shit out of them. Yeah. Fucking comedy called. And the, the, one of the other ones that really got me is uh, I have a drinking problem. Oh, God. And he would just spill the drink on his face. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I do on a regular basis as a bartender just randomly come out on a smoke break. I probably shouldn't smoke, and I would have quit years ago, but that's the only chance I have to walk away from the bar for five minutes. <laughs> and I'll just stand there sweating, breathing 
And it's like, ah, picked the wrong day to quit sm- quit uh, sniffing glue. Yeah, I took the wrong day to start taking <laughs> I used that the other day, actually. We got out of a real bad, I'm a cable installer in my spare time. Uh, I was going to be uh, Brandon the he Cable Guy. He has nothing guy. but spare time. No. I was going to be Brandon the Cable Guy, but somebody stole that name from me 20 years before I did comedy. So, uh, Who do we kill? Yeah, I know, but bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, it's a terrible day to quit barbiturates. <laughs> like, it really is a shame because, you know, you had that sister about how your sister's covered in moles. I know, right? It was great. Well, see, what I'm going to do is uh, wear, like, uh, fairy wings and be really gay and be Barry the Cable Guy. There you go. That would go over so well. Please, I- I'm just going to rip out all the cables in my house and you're oh, just yeah, going to come gonna over and just be like... How's everybody doing? I'm here to lay some cable. <laughs> Bibbidi boppity boo. Bibbidi. I got some Disney Plus for you. That's right. <laughs> Do you have a man of the house I can talk to? Like this. Come on over here. Yeah, there we go. And fuck me up dance. <laughs> I'm going to go. lay that cable. I've got fittings in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I have a big van I ride around in. It says free cable. It does say free cable. <laughs> No, I do. Uh, dick. <laughs> pretty much, I love that movie. Just uh, the loading, uh, the white zone is for oh, immediate loading and unloading. You just is, want me to have an abortion. Yeah, <laughs> and you don't catch that the first few times. Like I watched that movie at least a dozen times before I realized that argument was going so on. So one thing I really love about uh, airplane, like especially like, I I wonder what happened with the suckers. Because like the later the later work that they did was absolute garbage. And now and, they're. Yeah, like Dead, the, hopefully. the yeah. later uh, scary movies and all that shit, the date movies. Oh, yeah, that epic was... movie, disaster movie, all that shit that they had uh, some horrible hand in. Meet the but Spartans. if you look at, they killed the spoof. Yeah, it, they did. Yeah. But the yeah. problem is, if you look at Airplane, they didn't make it too topical. No, no, and it was about just that. You know, it let's, was let's like land they, this. they stuck to nonsense, like Mel Brooks did. Mm-hmm. And that's why Mel Brooks is still fucking funny. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you start even, seeing that even, Mel Brooks's work, too, towards, like, um, uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. That does have some topical... It's not overbearing. But the fact that he can, yeah. he can pull a joke from war era, almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, you know, the Abbott's coming around. Good morrow, Abbott. Good morrow, Abbott. Hey, Abbott! <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to know... Who the fuck Abbott and Costello are for that joke to land? Yeah. It's I do love Spaceballs, though. Come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's another really perfect... Because he chose a really timeless movie to do with that. Yeah. Which is going to just constantly go through, you know, life. And uh, But with Airplane, that's such crazy... that Or so crazy. Because that genre movie, it's dead. We haven't mm-hmm. seen it in, like, 50 years. Yeah, we don't years. need to see an Airplane movie to recognize Airplane as being a funny movie. Yeah. It's or, just funny on its own. Because, I mean, I didn't know for years it was actually a spoof yeah, a on, genre, yeah. And it was, it's still just, to this day, my favorite movie. It is one yeah. of the best comedy movies. The I, drinking problem, the woman that hangs herself, he's like, oh, let me tell you the story, and she's, I mean, you just see the, she's just swinging, it's like, woo! Yeah. It starts off so benign, and she's just <laughs> dead. Oh, that's so goddamn funny. Or the singing, and then the guy comes from the, the ceiling of the, Plane, it's like he just kind of hangs down and he's like smiling when the stewardess is singing, and he's just like, I. Yeah. And everybody's like, and honestly, assume like, crash positions, and they're all, <laughs> all over the place. And honestly, if you look at uh, Mel Brooks movies and things like that, they were able to find 
actors that were not normally comedic actors that were able to pull some solid roles. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle, Carrie Elwes. Um, yeah. And like other Robin Hoods, uh, I can speak with Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. I can, amazing. I can think of only one other Bill Pullman movie that's funny. Oh, give me that one because I can't. Uh, Zero Effect. Him and Ben Stiller. Huh. It's a very uh, Bill Pullman plays a very. I do not show. see this obscure movie we're talking about. Bill Pullman plays I a very. I have thirty-six thousand uh, of them downloaded. Yeah, yeah, very weird Sherlock Holmes-like character. Ben Stiller plays his very straight man of uh, Watson, and it's just like he's a complete psychopath. He's got like fifteen locks on his doors. He's all up on methamphetamines. First time you see him, he's wearing sweatpants and cowboy boots. Oh my god! And then you see him in his element of investigating a situation, and all of a sudden he's fucking smooth. That's I'm gonna have to. All right, I got that one down. Yeah, like I'm yeah, get it's, that one. it's a solid movie. I think it's two dollars on uh, on uh, Amazon right now. Perfect. Yeah. I have it in my I'm big right. obscure collection of movies on this data drive. Yeah, I'm, he definitely well, had a dad like, yeah, you got have it on dad dad I didn't know about like, it until oh, some heroin addict uh, recommended it to me. <laughs> <laughs> because those like, are the... I mean, they got time. Yeah, I need You're to figure out some covers. work reason why I need Oxycontin. I would love to know, like, your worst shows you've ever had, but... Ooh, man, okay. Mm, worst show. Like, as a comedian or just shows we didn't like? Comedian, just... Oh, oh you just went up there and was like... You read the room, but you read it wrong, and you're like, I thought this would... Oh, shit, I just died on stage. Okay, so I had this one bit. It's not really like I bombed or anything like that, but I had this one bit about how uh, my aunt and uncle live in a neighborhood across from a school, so all the streets are are school-themed. It's like homework drive and science history. I know that neighborhood. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. Well, my neighborhood is right across from a center for the, you know, mentally challenged. And when I said that setup, I heard an audible from the crowd. Oh, God. <laughs> I still committed. I fuck because I commit. And I got another story about committing. But, uh, yeah. And my joke is like, oh, uh, yeah, I don't have any streets like, you know. Yeah, he's the Brett Kavanaugh of comedy. He doesn't know when to quit. Yeah, I don't know when to quit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't have Down Syndrome Avenue. I don't know the meaning of the word stop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have Down Syndrome Avenue or Dorado Street or Crayons Taste Like pur- Purple Circle. And, like, that is, like, that I got an audible groan. Oh, but man. But one of the times, another time <laughs> of overcommitting or committing is uh, we talked about DragCon earlier. I was dressed up as Dr. Krieger from uh, Archer. Oh, no. He was there for this. And, uh, I was front row for this. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the bits, I don't know if you ever seen Archer. I have not. Okay, it's a it's a funny animated I won't show. Lie. Uh, but Doctor Krieger is a bit of a mad scientist character, and one of the things he does throughout the series is he'll give people like they'll lose a limb and he'll like give them a cybernetic enhancement or something. He'll give them a, an arm that looks human but it's also robotic. And one of my bits when I dressed up as him is I would make offers to people, right? Like. Hey, you know, you might need an upgraded limb, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Well, I'm doing this bit, I'm really drunk, and I see some people moving out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like, is anybody interested in any cybernetic enhancements, like new legs? And it's a woman in a wheelchair. (laughs) And, like, somebody, like, you know, pushing her. 
Now, here's the thing. The woman in the wheelchair thought it was funny. And the thing is, I'm not a pussy. I committed. Like, <laughs> I felt it'd be more insulting to the woman if I, I treated her different. And I wasn't going to do that because I believe in, you know, whatever. I believe in nothing. But uh, <laughs> the woman pushing the wheelchair scowled at me oh, with just, just anger. He's just front row for this. But again, once I start the bit, I have to believe in it till the end. <laughs> it would be more awkward each time I went, oh, Yeah, yeah. Sorry? See, I didn't want, like, sorry. now I'm making her feel different, but I've been doing this to everybody. <laughs> and I know, like, she saw me be, like, have my back to her just out of the corner of my eye and then turn around to do it. So it's not like I saw her coming and did it. Oh, so shit. I think that might have worked better. But <laughs> That is my overcommitting bet. <laughs> well, I think we are going to do one more round of drinks, and uh, Seth, you got to tell me yours, too. Honestly, I've never had a bad round of comedy. I'm hilarious to everyone. And I can see that. Not true. <laughs> no, like, uh, like uh, I've never there had... had to be the awkward moments where you're just like, oh, fuck. Like, uh, like, other than, like, every once in a while a joke not landing quite well, or, like, if I'm speaking too fast, especially when I was first starting out, I was trying to tell stories a lot. And, yeah, well, yeah. You, you were starting out. And then, like, Brandon would be trying to ha- send me hand signals, and I don't know if he's trying to tell me to, you know, steal third. And I just. I told you to steal third. We missed out on that run because of you. <laughs> but he thought he was helping. <laughs> so, like, I had some awkward deliveries. That's about it, but that's on me. Uh, honestly, other than telling some jokes here and there that like didn't quite land and like the funny thing is here and there I'll have jokes that are just throwaway jokes that it's like ah this is just garbage anyway and they'll fucking kill yeah like me talking about like uh, I was a couple of weeks back where it was like I don't understand missionary position because I don't jerk off for 45 minutes in a plank (laughs) (laughs) and it killed that was just a throwaway I told you that was a good bit it does Get back to the 45 minutes, though. Um, no. <laughs> you don't know me, bitch. <laughs> I love it. Well, you guys, I wanted to thank you so much for coming out right. and getting drunk with us. Oh, no problem. Do you mind if we plug our pluggable here? I would love that. That was my next one. You stepped on my fucking line, but go ahead. That's right, because I'm a white cis male. Let me smell that finger first. No, you're not. But well, uh, Wasn't it in your pocket? You know it smells like your pocket, you bitch. (laughs) That's why I want you to plug me. (laughs) Me and Seth are on the Cyber Psychos podcast where we do uh, Cyberpunk Red and play some interesting and fun characters. It's on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And also I do my own podcast with another comedian named Mona Bender, who's also one of the funniest women in Charleston. I'm there pretty often, too. uh, Seth also does that from here to there. And uh, it's the he just doesn't want to. Admit it. I don't want to admit it. I, I it, seems, it makes it seem. Is it thunder stealing? Is he? Is it? It just makes me seem like we hang out too much. <laughs> but it's a degenerate. Oh God forbid we enjoy each other's company. It is. It's just because de- I sucked your dick once. Oh God! I, so there's more the than podcast. ego stroking here. On We're the podcast, I told you not to do that. <laughs> but it's a degenerate's live uh, at. Uh, yeah, it's just a degenerate's live. Well, you guys can find there's links on Spotify with ours. Again, this is Comedians and Bars Getting Sloppy. We are at the Ice House in Somerville. want to thank Peter and Mikey, my husband Scott. He's really great. He's been uh, monitoring our dumb bullshit. <laughs> and he did all our sound and everything. Guys, thank you so much for coming out. I hope you had fun. Oh, it was Please, a blast. 
right, here's a cheers, guys. Thank you Thank so you much. Hey. That was a hoot. That was an absolute hoot.